Twain. Shoots. No, he couldn't get it off. Now fires it up. Bank it in. It counts. It counts. The Heat win the game. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. So Father Olsen off the line of scrimmage. Newton is chased. Got away from Ninkovic. Dancing. Gets away from Chandler Jones. Setting up space. There goes Cam. Add to the highlight reel that one. Welcome to the Black and Blue Bloodline. My name is Duke, and joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Fat Man Trey. What's up, Trey? What's up? Um, today we're going to review the Panthers' most recent loss against the Miami Dolphins, and I'm gonna let you go first, Trey. Uh, what was your thoughts from after that game? Um, I came out the game, so I'm not going to give any excuses. Cam played terrible. But also, it was the play calling as well. Um, also, on to another one is Christian. It was it was just it was just a a, a, a ferry of just disappointment Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, for the most part, you know the defense held up as long as they could. But I felt like you know it all just piled up. Mistake after mistake after mistake. Um, Cam threw two picks. You know, I still want Cam to be, you know, I still want Cam here. That's just still room for that three-year deal. But uh, that was a terrible performance. Uh, the coaching was terrible. Joe Brady, he has to figure out how to maneuver his uh, maneuver around when Christian's out and being able to make better play calling. You can't make the same three play calls the whole seat, the whole game. Um, you don't make no adjustments. The adjustments was terrible. Like no, no adjustments at all. No adjustments at all. The whole game it was. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stick to this game plan. Whatever we practice, that's what we're gonna keep doing. And if you can't if you can't put it in, in motion, it means go to the next thing, to the next phase. That's why you got multiple plays, multiple situations. But it, all together, the game, the game was, I mean, the offense was horrendous. All the way up and down the board, starting off with DJ dropping two back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? It was, the blame goes all was everywhere. Offensive line. Oh, the, oh, oh, that they was, were horrendous. That should have been. I, I forgot, didn't That should have been my win. first point. I didn't see them win on one down. Like, no, not one down that I no. see them win on at all. And it would. And the thing is, is that's why I said I still. I'm just Cam played terrible, but I'm giving him a pass on this one because the coaching was terrible, the old line was terrible. Even though Cam threw two picks, if you look at the picks that he threw, the DBs was running the plays for. Before the receiver could even get there. Only pick I'm blaming on Cam is that second one. That was a bad throw. 
but that first one, I mean, still, I'm kind of, I'm still blaming, I'm giving some blame to Cam for that. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm still not gonna put all, I'm not gonna put this whole game on his shoulders. No. But before I get too farther in about my thoughts about this game, first I want to tell you, Trey, I'm taking my apology back. Okay. <laughs> I apo- yeah, I'm taking my. I apologize to you, cause you told me that a quarterback change, all we needed was a quarterback change, and we instantly become a playoff team. We look worse than we did with, with Sam Brown right That's now. a lie. Sunday, that's they, a lie. Sam Day, that was the worst game I've seen all year. No, that was even worse than the Patriots. No, that, that was terrible. I'll take my apology back. Because no. I told you, no. this Panthers team, or no team can go anywhere if they have terrible coaching. And this is what the Panthers have right now. We have terrible coaching. And you said just be- all we needed was quarterback change. So I take my apology back. But okay. now to my thoughts okay, about this. I will, I, I'll give you that. i give you that, that I said that, that we need a quarterback. The thing is, what, we, what everybody is failing to realize, that Cam has only been in this offense for three weeks. No, but that's why I'm not. That's why I say this whole game can't go on Cam though. But like, I'm saying and, if Cam was in the system longer and more and get more was more with the more uh, in the game plan, understanding the game plan, then I then I would say okay, it's strictly on 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 uh, coaching. It's still a lot on coaching though. Like after this game, you cannot look at this game and say the majority of the blame goes doesn't I go mean, to coaching. I mean, it was a it's, lot of. The coaching was terrible. I mean, Matt was. Rule, every time he's out there, he looks confused. He's always looking shocked. Yeah. He, it looks like he has no idea what to do. Like, what decision should I make? Somebody please tell me. Yeah. But I, I told you that one week uh, with Cam, when he came back, that's the only week he ever looked at comfortable. When after that, it's, it's back to the regular schedule programming. And, and I think that more so the thing is that he don't understand – he don't understand his. He don't understand time management. He thinks this is college. Waste timeouts. Um, you wait, waste critical at critical moments. Mm-hmm. You waste timeouts. And then I mean, and Joe, I'm not a big fan of them benching Cam. But if you're going to bench Cam to put PJ Walker in for whatever reason, at least I assume it was because PJ knew more of the offense than Cam did. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you put uh, PJ in when we had a chance? Even though when PJ came in, the first two things he did was get sacked and throw an interception. Yeah. So, but that just show you that that it's it's not it's I it's I I don't even think it's personnel with the team right now. No, because this team has more. It like, might be when you have a team full of Cam Newtons, Christian McCaffrey's, Dante Jackson. Well. We can't, don't say don't say don't say uh, Christian McCaffrey either because but, he, he can't he he can't stay on the field. But still, my point is like when you have guys like when you have when you have a team full of good players like like I said Cam Newton's Christian McCaffrey's uh, Brian Burns Shaq Thompson's like when you have a team full of yeah. good players like that and you they go out there and they look like they don't know what they're doing. That goes back to coaching, and that's a problem. Yeah, I mean, like, I would give you that. I, I mean, and that's up. if you it, and that's what I was trying to explain to you a couple weeks ago. Like, if you have poor coaching, like coaches are supposed to prepare you for the game, they they weren't prepared. But um, if you have poor coaching, you're not going to be able to get anywhere as a team because they th- then you're not going into these games prepared. Like I, mean, you need I understand to be. what you're saying, but at this like right now, like you said, at this point is coaching. We know we got the personnel. But before it was personnel and coaching. That's true. 
I, I can agree. Now with we that. now now it's more so the coaching. What we got to get is more like that's why I said I wish we never let uh, Zach Turner go. Scott Turner. Turner. Scott Turner. Oh, Scott Turner. Scott Turner go. He outcoached them when we played them last time. He he's the same reason. That's why he just outcoached and beat the Seahawks again uh, this week. That's why they beat Tampa Bay because they have different play calls. That's why I said that we never should have let Scott, Scott Turner go. Honestly, I feel like uh, North Turner at the time. North Turner when we, we had. Uh, Run at the time, I believe Scott Turner was just the quarterback's coach, but we had North Turner. I wasn't a big fan of North Turner, but honestly, the offense he ran was much better than yeah. what we're getting from Joe Brady, and I would have rather had kept him. Yeah. Even uh, uh, Mike Shula. Like, yeah. all he wanted to do was run the ball, but it worked. Yeah. Because he, like, he, he knew it, how to do combo blocking. He right. knew how he, he, he had professional terminology and right. stuff. Joe Brady, it doesn't look like anything he wants to do when work. Like, he try to run the ball, and well, we can't do that because they keep stopping us. Try to pass the ball, refuse to throw it deep. You threw it deep one time, it worked. Why didn't you try it again? Yeah, yeah you you have to have – he he. I told you, he keeps a tight hold on his playbook. Mm-hmm. He only do three plays. You know, it's like – with him, it's like playing Madden, and he's just going to pick those same three plays that he think going to beat you every mm-hmm. time. It is. And for some reason, like, I don't – I just don't understand why he keeps trying to run these screen passes. They never work. Not Like, one. either get one – make one that works. Like, throw Instead of throwing a screen pass to the receiver, maybe try throwing a screen pass to the running back. Let's see if that works. And he'll actually have more than one blocker in front of him. Let's try that instead of keep – Going out for the same plays, like ain't that the definition of insanity? You keep doing, doing the, the same, same thing, thing over, and over and over again, and you clearly see it's a, not working. It's making a different outcome. It's not, and the, he, Joe Brady, to me, should have stayed in college because that's what he as he, the uh, quarterback coordinator or the passing game coordinator. Yeah. coordinator. That's what he was, a passing game coordinator. That's where he should have been. Yeah. He should have stayed he in college as a passing game coordinator. Matt Rule should have stayed in, in college. Yeah. We should have brought either Bill Cowher. Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy. Like, one thing they kept on, a lot, I just, everything I've always heard from Panthers media, we need an offensive-minded head coach. Eric Bieniemy is an offensive coordinator. This guy's been looking for a head coach job for the past three years. Yeah. He has experience in the NFL as an offensive coordinator. He looks amazing at it. His offense is always clicking. And, he won, and for he some reason, you do. Yeah, he did. He won a Super Bowl. And you go with the guy from college who has <laughs> absolutely no experience. None. And you, and you let him bring everybody else with him who has absolutely no experience. And then like, you let him pick his offensive coordinator and he go get a college coach. Right. No, I don't even think Matt Rule picked that picked him. I feel like David Tepper did that. No, that was Matt Rule. That was Matt Rule. Because Matt Rule, all he was bringing in was his friends, everybody that came from the schools with him. Uh, Joe but, Brady didn't work with him before that. But the thing is, is Joe Brady had a uh, at that moment. Joe Brady was a big was a big name that was uh, trying to get from college to uh, exactly to all the reason why David Tepper would do something like that because that's who David Tepper is. Yeah, because he did bring Matt Rule. I guess I guess I give you that one, but I mean I think it was more so Matt Rule that hired him, do that hiring. I mean, all around, it still was still a bad decision. And that's why this up, team is losing because of bad decisions. 
nobody yeah. is making good decisions or I feel like no one is trying to make correct decisions. No. I, I, I just don't feel like they're trying to. It doesn't seem like they're trying to. Um, I don't. I, I, but I said when initially when the, when the Panthers cut Ron, I mean when they fired Ron, they cut Cam, all that back to back. I said it's gonna be in the trash from from now on because they did people wrong. They did you can't you can't orchestrate them in, in, in bad karma. Right. And you didn't even let even though Ron tried to say oh no he let he gave me my dignity when he could no. Ron, he should have let you finish the season out. I don't, I never, I will never understand that. Like I knew, I knew Ron was getting fired, but at the time that he got fired, I thought that was the biggest mistake. You didn't do anything to make things worse. No, and then you put you, and then you, then you use the Rooney Rule to your effect by by putting uh, what's the guy name uh, uh, fuel, oh, Perry fuel, as it, you, yeah, yeah. Perry fuel as the. As the interim coach, so that you don't have to interview a black coach. All right. That was that was 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 terrible. That was terrible. And I mean, uh, that's just been the Panthers' problem since David Tepper has gotten here. It's just terrible decisions coming from the front office. Yeah. It's like uh, our personnel these past couple of years. We've had more than enough good players to make a run to uh, make a playoff run, that's but what... terrible coaching. Terrible front office decisions, and it even, keeps holding them back. Even with, even with, with uh, having uh, what's his name Scott Fitterer now, I would rather have Marty Herney because Marty Herney was more on the books. Now, do you know how much money we we owe people? We owe three quarterbacks. Two of them that don't that might not even play with us next year. Only one I'm not blaming on Scott Fitterer is Teddy Bridgewater because he wasn't here when Teddy when we signed Teddy Bridgewater. That that was Marty Herney. Marty Herney was our uh, 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 GM yeah, last year. Because Joe Brady, I, I still out. like Scott uh, Scott Fitter because he showed me something different in the draft last year. My only thing is he's has only my only thing with him right now is he has to figure out a way to get us, get us a second and third round pick because we doesn't have, we don't have a second and third round pick. That's my only thing right now. If he's able to figure that out, okay. But if not, then that's a problem. But I do like him a little. I do like him because he's done a lot more. I mean, I like that he makes moves, but you gotta be, you gotta watch the, you gotta watch the the books, like. Yeah, but my biggest problem with Marty Harding, he could only. It. I don't understand it. Like he only could find talent in the first round. Every other round (laughs) after that, no new player stayed on the team. It's only the first round. He could only find first round talent. That was his problem. He drafted Derrick Brown, didn't he? He. He did, and it was a bust. One of so. a rare, a rare bust for him. A rare, <laughs> and a rare I, I do want to talk about. I was trying. I want to get to the personnel now. Derek, I'm very disappointed in Derek Brown. It's another player that just broke my heart because I was hoping he had a great season this year, but he got he didn't even start this week. And Matt Rule spoke on it too, and he said the reason he didn't start him because of inconsistency. What I've been calling all season. The thing is, is. Derrick Brown, you know, I call him trash a lot, but my thing is, is he's not productive. He's not productive. When you're that, when you're six five, three hundred plus pounds, it shouldn't. It, it shouldn't. Even, nobody should be able to get in front of you and stop you. Let's put it like this. He should be moving somebody up. Aaron Donald is only six feet. He's only six, six feet. foot, and. 
He moves. He moves, and he's he's like two 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 seventy two eighty. And look how he move, like how he moves. Yeah, you never see nobody holding him up, huddled him up at the no, line. No, no. That's been, then that's Derek Brown's problem. He's a great Derek run Brown stuffer. There like this, like. he's a great run stuffer, but he will get held up at the line, and he's not gonna push the line back any further. No, he he's he's gonna stand at the line. They're gonna sit there and talk, have a conversation. Yeah, he lets the tackle come. He lets the running back come to him instead of going, going to get him. him. That's his biggest problem. Uh, and that's the thing. That's my whole thing. Like I said, I play D tackle. You you your job is strictly to disrupt all day, disrupt the whole game all day, the flow of the get of the offense all day. Derrick Brown don't do that for me. That's why I've been saying that he shouldn't have never been a top ten pick. Um, but you know, Phil Hoskins, you played good this Sunday. You yeah. did. Um, but yeah, Derrick Brown is just. You know, that's one of the players I just I, not him. You know, I'm not even gonna bring up Jermaine Carter. I shouldn't even give him the decency of speaking his name <laughs> because he's just terrible. He's terrible. I'm tired of watching him play. I'm still upset Literally. from the Washington game when he missed the the, the tackle that could have gave us the ball back. The only the reason why he, a lot of people are high on him is because Shaq makes him look better. And the only reason that happens is because Shaq makes the tackle, but Jermaine Carter Jr. is just around, just there when it yeah. happens. That's the only reason a lot That's, of people like him. Like I said, and I'm going to continue to say, they made a mistake trading Denzel Perryman that was to make him mistake. a starter. He went all the way through training camp as the starter, and then all of a sudden, Jermaine Carter's the starter. That didn't make sense to me. Right a week before the, the season, a week before the yeah. season, you you trade the middle linebacker away. Well, no, he didn't even make it to preseason. Huh? They traded him before preseason. It was before preseason. Yeah, unless he, um, it was either. I just know I didn't see him in any in any preseason yeah, games. Yeah, because so. we only had two preseason games no, this it's year. Three. It's three. Yeah, but he didn't like the one the one that the starters actually played in. I didn't see him out there. Yeah, so, so. before preseason, you trade him to the. And he and, and if I'm not if I'm not. He's third in tackles right now. Yeah, he's third he in tackles top, in his yeah. whole season in the whole league. And you trade him away to put Jermaine Carter <laughs> Junior. Because I don't want to show disrespect to his father, Junior. The starter. You made him the starter, and he's he played like why every day, every game. It's yeah. not one game I've said, boy, he's lighting it up this game. Him, Jeremy Chin, all the people that all the people that's productive is, is the is Shaq in the front four, and then not even the whole front four, just Shaq and our two. Ends. I was about to say, I, I was about to say, uh, changing and say, not even the whole front four, uh, the two ends, and I and and really, and we, just about and, any rotational piece we can put in at uh, defensive tackle, but they're not consistent. No. Nobody in our in our defense. We have no consistent players on the D line other than Brian Burns and uh 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 Reddick. Yeah. But in speaking of other inconsistent players, Justin Burrs, he needs to go. Um yeah. what's his name? That linebacker who they have at safety, I forgot his name. Jeremy Chin. Yeah. Jeremy they Chin. need to go ahead and move him down to linebacker because he sucks. He cannot play safety. Go ahead and cut Jermaine. I agree with you now. Let's move uh, him to linebacker because he's terrible at safety. He, he, he got beat 
He got beat. He gets beat every day. Every, every, every game. We see I mean, him you only beat. have to pick out a you know every at least he get beat. if they're not even gonna move him to move him from move him to linebacker at least let him play strong safety like Something. because free safety is not it for him no and put like I said put Dante free well he out for the season now so speaking of Dante because that they put him on IR and he's had what two or three bad weeks do you feel like that's a that's a that's them just trying to uh, keep him. Oh, do you feel like? Do you feel like that's them giving up on the season because they've already put Christian McCaffrey on IR two and he now he's out for the season? Or do you feel like um, them putting Dante Jackson on IR is their way of saying you're not the guy that we're going to keep? We're going to keep the rest of the, everybody else. Who? That's that's a lot. Honestly, that's I don't. A lot to unpack. Yeah, I don't know which one it is, honestly, because yeah, I guess this next open. game could tell. Because really, I don't. Because I don't know which way they're gonna go now. Because honestly, they said it was a groin injury, but I'm like, he didn't look like he was hurt, and he played still played the rest of the game after that injury. Yeah, so I mean, it's up in the air. You know, we you can't tell anything with uh, this front office anyway. It, one moment is this, one moment is that, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. I think if it's gonna be a down slope if if we have a, a better game with him out this week. Yeah. It's, but I already been wanting Stephon Gilmore to start anyway. And the, you know we've been praising Phil Snow all year, but I gotta give him. Uh, I, I I can't keep praising him after three straight weeks of Dante Jackson getting cooked, and you're not putting that's, Stephon that's, Gilmore in. Like I don't know how good that Stephon Gilmore you. can still play the way he used to. But I mean, what's the hard? Well, I mean, we're already getting beat every game, so why not even try? Like again, that, it, try something new. But that go, that boils back down to what I said. They none of the coaches made no no adjustments. Yeah. The only like like I told you on Sunday, the only adjustments they made coming out of halftime was they they took Brian Burns and Hassan Reddick out for the first drive for whatever reason. That was the only adjustments they, they made, and it was, didn't work. They probably was tired of carrying the defense. But the thing is, like I said, the defense held on as long as they could. Because they started like, – a lot of people – I mean, I know the defense haven't played well these past three weeks, but I mean, but a lot of people were acting like they played terrible throughout the whole game. That first half, they were holding up. Yeah. Or at least the first couple drives, they were holding up. They weren't giving the Dolphins anything. Yeah. It wasn't really until the second half where the Dolphins just started to pull away. And I'm still going to, like, I understand this defense hasn't been playing up to their level that we know they can play like. But at the same time, like, as a defense, it's still hard to keep that up throughout the whole game when you have an offense that can't score or stay on the field. So now you're on the field pretty much for 60 minutes. And then the other thing is, too, the problem with this goes back to Cam. The two picks gave them short fields. Mm-hmm. So they scored back-to-back on each drive. Like I said, I mean, at halftime, it was 10-21. to 21. That's why I said it piled up so quick because those both interceptions came at the wrong time in critical moments. You got two bad interceptions, receivers not catching the ball, running backs can't get nowhere, offensive line just allowing a whole But I've never seen a game – where you where just that many linebackers just had free rushes on the quarterbacks. Yeah, like like it was so bad, like it was open season on Cam. When it was when 
Uh, Surprisingly, he only almost, got sacked once. Yeah, the on the play that he almost got, uh, he got sacked on. Uh, uh, at the almost goal at the set for the yeah. safety. That he play, had no. He didn't even have time to uh, read the receivers. No, he, they couldn't even read the defense. As soon as he said, as soon as he said, hut, it was three people in the backfield. All right, and he just had to run back and try to fall. He even tried to make a play, but yeah. as soon as he tried to turn, there was another guy right there. Yeah. So he's like, and "Well, now I got to fall." Who is that? Who uh, whoever we had on the left side? Uh, uh, they put. I'm thinking. I'm getting sick and tired of them with this offensive line because they keep changing it around every week. Yeah. They put Dennis Daly back there. I'm like, why are you having Dennis Daly at left tackle? Put him back. Who who I don't I'm not even I don't remember who they played there last week, but whoever they had last week they like, played better than Dennis yeah. Daly. Like just keep him there. Yeah, last then week you got Pat Elflon. He plays his best his best position is center. Keep yeah. him at center. Yeah, yeah. We um, you know Matt Perry is going ahead and let him go. Oh yeah, he's uh, done. Uh, but Dennis Daly on that um this is name right Dennis yeah Daly. Dennis Daly on that on that play when Cam got sacked. Phillips, you know, he is from the U. I do like Phillips, but Phillips had a free, like, Cam, when Cam turned around, he was right there because he was free. Like, he he just barely nudged Dennis Daly and moved him out the way, came on in the back. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm here. Like, and all these people saying that Cam is done, and, like, Kim literally, like that game on Sunday, he literally just went right back into the same situation he was always in before. No help from the offensive line, no help from the receiver. He has to be his best running back. And, I mean, he just has to throw the ball and pray that the receiver catches it. Like DJ, and I'm sick and tired of DJ Moore. And I don't even think that he's the bad talent. My problem with him is his effort. Yeah. Like all year, he's just given little to no effort. And then everybody else wants to blame him on the quarterback. Yeah, Sam Donald was terrible. But at the same time, you still have a job to do. So that there's no excuse for you to go out You're there right. and not catch the football. You're right about that. But I think I me honestly, to be honest, I don't see DJ coming back next year. I, I don't see, see him coming back next year. I know year. you say you don't see it because you don't think he wants to. I'd see it because I see I say um he doesn't come back because every, the coaches ain't gonna want him back either if he's not giving effort. Yeah. Like uh Robbie Anderson, he's been dropping balls. But at least when he's uh, running his routes, and at, at least he's giving effort. Yeah. Like he's running his routes at full speed. Running plays. Like he's blocking. Plays, he's like blocking. he's not. He's not allowing his receivers yeah. to get blown up. Yeah. He's not taking. He not. He doesn't take any plays off, and that's my problem with DJ Moore. He can be a number one receiver, but that's only if he's giving his effort. And he, like Steve Smith, was wrong. He said that they haven't found a guy to replace him until they found DJ Moore. You're wrong, cause we know for a fact if you got out on the field, you're yeah. not going to be sitting there giving no effort like that. Yeah, he see what well, he he just gave him he gave him the nod because of his elusiveness. He seen him in college, right. he's like, oh, he makes plays in college. He's going to make plays, but that's what I tell people. That's why I like watching college football sometimes over NFL, because when people get to the NFL, they made it, so they don't have to get they don't feel like they have to give it a hundred percent every right. time. In college, you trying to make it, so you are going to give one hundred and ten percent every time, right. and that's what I, that's what that's one of the reasons why if our coaches fail because they're used to oh we got these players out here going to give us one hundred and ten percent because they want they trying to get to the league, but you realize you know you got to realize those are student athletes; these are grown men. Exactly, you're going to have to figure out a way to motivate these players to want to play for you. Not because oh, because you think oh he, 
he 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 was a good player. He gave a lot of effort in college. This ain't college. Yeah. This is pro. Just and perfect think- example. Albert Hainsworth, hundred million dollar player when he went to the well, Washington. Excuse me, I was about to say mm-hmm. uh, Washington team. He went to Washington. Uh, he got that big contract for a hundred million dollars. They cut him. He went to play for the Tennessee Titans, or or it might be vice versa. One of them, he ended up getting cut. Not even because once he got that money, he slowed down on his pace. And look, I I can believe you because I don't even know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I've never heard of that guy. Yeah, Albert Hansworth was a defensive tackle. Yeah. I think, but I I think it's a uh, maybe it's a good thing that some of these players are not showing their effort. Because then that makes, I guess that makes it easier for the front office to know who to pay and who not. Because we got a lot of guys that got to pay this offseason. Yeah. And if DJ Moore, like, if he keeps doing that, ain't no reason to pay him. Go ahead and, like, at this point, like, I believe Odell is going to be a free agent. Go yeah. ahead and re-sign him. Focus on the off, get this offensive line together. And uh, we can worry about getting another receiver later. Or sign somebody, like even if it's not Odell, sign somebody. But there's gonna be some free agents this offseason. Yeah. This is gonna be so somebody like, with some one year deals out there. Like, there, there are better options. DJ Moore, I promise you, you're not the last. You're not the last option. So yeah, you're not our only option. So we, there, like if he, I guess if he wants to keep doing that, he probably doesn't want his money. I guess. Yeah, I don't know what DJ problem is. He, I mean, I say he didn't want to be here, but. I really just don't know what what DJ problem is. He, my thing is is if you don't go a hundred percent in in football, then not until you gonna end up getting hurt mm-hmm. for real for not going a hundred percent for not giving your your full effort because you are gonna get hurt trying to lack on something, being lack, lacking on something. Some right. something's gonna happen to you, and that that's why I always pay play it a hundred percent so I would miss the injury part. But uh, talking about the uh, uh, these players not giving a hundred percent, I still want to talk about um, like the effect that the coaches have on that too. And these, I feel like Matt Rule has lost the locker room, and pretty much once a co- player, or once a coach loses the locker room, he's likely not going to be able to get it back. Yeah, true. I think it's time to move on from Matt Rule. Now I am not of the mindset of firing him this week. Wait till the end of the season because I hate when I like I don't I don't see any point in doing that. That does nothing but make things worse when you fire a coach in the middle of the season. Well, but if Ron if it was good enough, for Ron is good enough for Matt Rule. I don't I I disagree. But with the thing is, is the I feel like did. Matt Rule really may be about to take a job somewhere else. He might, he, maybe like, he realizes he's hopefully he realizes he's in over his head. Yeah. Because honestly, during his press conference this week, he looked like he looked like he was about to lose his job. Like every answer, every time he was answering a question, it kind of felt like, like the way he was looking at them, the way he's talking, just kind of felt like he was scared. Like, oh my gosh, I'm about to lose my job yeah. now. I shouldn't have said. I shouldn't say this because it's mm-hmm. yeah. You're right. I uh like I, I listened to the interview and I might watch the press conference as well, and he he did. Looked like he was on the verge of like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Like, cause I, cause I'm thinking they about to let me go. Type, I that's how his face was like. Like, 
if I'm Matt Rule, I'm just like, I believe he's guaranteed all that money David Tepper uh, said he was going to pay him. So I'm like, I'm resigning. Go ahead and give me my money. He can't. Uh, I don't think he's going to pay. I don't think he would have to pay. Or if he do have to pay him, it's going to be, it'll be scratched out for like some years. Uh, I mean, but, I mean, I thought, I don't know. I don't know how the, how the, them paying the coaches work because yeah, I, know I know it's not a part of the salary cap, so I know it just comes. Oh, no, it's straight, not. It, it comes straight from the uh, you know in the, from the uh, owner. Okay, I see. Because you know the uh, um, in the NBA, I think the the coaching is a part of salary cap. Well, the NBA they can pay more people then. Yeah, like because they don't have as many players on the team, so they can pay them more. Yeah, sure. So that's probably why. But in the NFL the the owners pay the coaches. You know, so. Doc Rivers, I think he got traded to the <laughs> They to the could Clippers. trade coaches? Yeah. I didn't know they could trade coaches. They, they traded Doc Rivers to the Clippers, if I'm not mistaken. I had no idea the NBA you could trade a coach. Yeah. But uh, Now, um, I want to talk about Christian McCaffrey. What do you think the future for Christian McCaffrey is in Carolina? Sweet Carolina. Um... Well, to be honest with Christian, with all due respect to Christian, I feel like Christian problem is, is we 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 should have did our due diligence when we drafted Christian, because if you look in the past, Christian was hurt at Stanford, so this is that would have showed a pattern of being injury prone. Mm-hmm. Uh, even one commentator said it before, you know, he's lights out when he's on the field. But when he's off the field, I mean, he's off the field more than he's on the field. And I feel like the problem is that, yeah, we tried to get him some help, but you got to get a, a back that can that's a complimentary back if you want to keep him. Because I'm saying, when I say complimentary, I don't mean like go pick nobody up like, like no no district. I like Abdul. Like, but go pick up somebody that's a notable name, yeah. Latavius Murray. Like Devontae you, Freeman was available. Yeah, if you have a, a running back that can't stay healthy, but you still like, – that's what, kind of what I want them to do. Because I don't really – like, even though he can't stay on the field, I I don't really – I'm not a big fan of Christian McCaffrey either, but I don't want him to go because he's a really good player. Mm-hmm. So I'm like – and they pretty much need to create another double trouble like we had with Jay Stu mm-hmm. and D'Angelo Williams. Yeah. Like two – we have uh, D'Angelo Williams, which I speak, got Jan, uh, Jonathan Stewart's our power back. Yeah, they complement each other, yeah. and uh, and uh, in Green Bay, they're doing it perfectly. Yeah, um, Aaron Jones, he's injury prone; he can't stay on the field a lot. Yeah. They have a great running back in AJ Dillon. Yeah, like I was hoping he was be a friend up being a free agent this year. Cause I'm like, oh, he's really good. I hope yeah. the Panthers pick him up. Unfortunately, yeah. he was a rookie last year, so he's with them for the next two years. Yeah. But the next three, yeah. So I'm like, oh no, no, no this the next is, two because this, this is second year, but. I mean, go and don't even draft a running back because I'm like, yeah. go pick. There's more than enough running backs to uh, pick up in free agency. I'm sure Linda Frenette is coming up on free agency soon. That's a running back. That's Why what not we should have got up? from the beginning. I was hoping we had drafted him. Like, oh uh, yeah, I wanted to draft him, but once the, when he hit the market, even though I knew he, oh even though, oh he was like, okay, uh, when he hit the market and they cut him from uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. We should have jumped on that thing. I don't see why not. They should have. Christian done it. was hurt at that time too. Perfect opportunity to get you. But a, you, but you looked past it and went and just let. Oh, because who did we have? Because Leonard for that 
he became a free agent last year. Mm-hmm. Who did who did we get? Uh, we had Mike Davis. Yeah, Mike Davis was my. I mean, Christian was hurt, so we had Mike Davis. I don't know who his backups. Uh, Bonifie. Oh yeah, he's not. Yeah. He's he can't even stay healthy. Yeah, like, they have him on the roster, but he's not healthy. But that's because he he they don't give him enough opportunity to. I mean, I understand. Let me put it like this. Yeah, but I mean, he he just stays injured though. That's why he yeah. never gets to play. Oh, but he's I, just like Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing is like I, I've I've already felt like I mean, to me, even with with Christian and with Dante, I always say they was too small. Um, which Christian is not too small, but Christian. It's not durable. He's not the type of back you want to give the ball to thirty times a year. No, no. You that's the guy like I remember when I was playing football, Christian was the guy that you brought in for passing plays. Mm-hmm. No like I said, no disrespect to Christian, but that's what I what when and when I played football, you know, you had the the power back who's gonna run down, run down, run down the throat, beat beat the defense up enough, then that then that, that finesse back gonna come in, mm-hmm. do his thing. Probably get you probably you know and y'all gonna probably it's gonna be bounce off with each other like the perfect combo I ever seen in football was Reggie Bush. I know you ever you never seen that you never seen Reggie Bush. I know who Reggie Bush is. I don't think I've ever watched him play though. Reggie Bush and Lindell White when they was in college at USC. Go watch how they played. Perfect tandem. Lindell White was the power back, but he had speed. Reggie Bush was the elusive back. But when I say Reggie went in the first round, Lindell White went in the second round. That's how good they were. Like they was like that. That's the type of tandem that we need. Um, See, my thing is like a lot of people say, um, like how do you regulate how many uh, how many times he sna- touches the ball or uh, get how many snaps he's on? Like, cause they say he's what thirty something percent of our offense. Like, how do you how do you regulate that? I'm like, you could literally keep him on the field every single play of the game without having to give him the ball. Like, and I still say I'll still say um, have him as our lead running back, like just the way the uh, Vikings do. Dalvin Cook have him as a lead running back, and when he gets hurt, then you just got your uh, like they got uh, they got Latavius Murray, right? No, they got Madison. Oh, Madison. Madison. Yeah, Madison. They got Madison. He's a pretty good back, too. So you got somebody you trust to run the rock. So I'm like, we don't, like, the way we could do it is just use Christian. Like, if whenever we're not giving the ball to Christian McCaffrey, keep him on the field. Put him in a slot as a slot receiver. Use him as a decoy. Make him think we're going to give him the ball. My thing, like, this is my, this is the problem with what I was thinking about at the beginning of the year. We picked up, we picked up three running backs, right? Uh, Abdullah, Royce, and but I'm saying this to say that why when we was having running back when we need to pick up running back it was so many people out there that we could have got that was more notable than the people hell we could have go we can go pick up Todd Gurley he, I'm option. pretty sure he's somewhere in North Carolina. Better option than what we have right now, because now we're stuck with Chubba Hubbard. I'm, I know I didn't say his name right. <laughs> I did that on purpose. But we're we're, tough, we're stuck with Chubba Hubbard for the rest of the season. Yeah, we could look. The Baltimore had they both of their running backs went. Both of their main running backs went out. They went and picked up Latavius Murray, uh, Devontae Freeman, 
and Le'Veon Bell. Them all notable running backs. Three really good running backs. What was we thinking? What was we thinking? I just had a who Mark Ingram. Yeah, like we when Mark they, they Mark Ingram got released from the Ravens last year. Why didn't we pick him up? And that would have been a perfect. I'm not a fan of Mark Ingram, but he is a really good power back. So why not pick him up? Uh, he's a little bowling ball. Remind right. remind you of uh, Mike Tober or something. You no, know, I don't know what what we doing. I don't know mm-hmm. what uh, what personnel. I mean, not personnel. What the front office is mm-hmm. thinking. Only they say, "Oh, I understand. You gotta. You have to make your money fit." But at the same time, there's no way Baltimore is paying Lamar Jackson and all them, and. They able to pick up Le'Veon Bell, Latavius Murray, and Devontae Freeman, and all three of them cost some money. Like he so, can't just get. And them I'm pretty cheap. sure you got them probably off. Of, they probably got them off of like two million for the rest of the right. season. Like, I don't know. Panthers got to do better. We got to mm-hmm. do better as an organization. And I'm saying we, but it's really y'all got to do better as an organization <laughs> because I mean you don't pay me to be there. Uh, but I mean, I'm sure if they did, you probably would do a better job. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would do a, a, a rep. We 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 stripping the walls down, started all over because y'all done built the walls up wrong with bad karma. Mm-hmm. Um, even even with bringing Matt Rule in was a bad was a a mistake because you gave him too much money. Way too much. Wait, you gave him and too six many years. years. Uh huh. I mean, seven many, years, yeah. 60 something million dollars. Yeah, way too many years. Now, like at this point, I feel like because he gave him seven years, we have to give him a yeah, third year. We got to give him a third year. And and but the thing is, we've been we've been. This is our fourth year having a losing season. Our fourth year straight having a losing season. Haven't had one since two thousand seventeen. And in that year, you know, everybody wanted to criticize Cam, but. Cam. That was one of Cam's best seasons. Yeah. Cam was, until he got hurt in Pittsburgh. Cam no, no, that was 2018 when he got, oh, yeah, 2017, yeah. he, uh, yeah. the, uh, that's when we uh, lost to the Saints. But what, playoffs. 2018, when we, when Cam was, that year there, we was doing good until Cam got hurt in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. He was at 70% of his passes. You know, but we just gotta, we gotta do better as an organization. We gotta, you know, you gotta you gotta make some right some wrongs right. You gotta do something. You gotta as as as, as my the man that worked with me say, you gotta it's a come to Jesus moment. You gotta come to Jesus. Gotta, they just got us. I don't really want them to because if they do start all the way over, then we have to deal with another two to three years of bad of a bad football I mean, team. But at this point, I see I see no future. With what we have, so like I, you, you gotta start over now. Yeah, I mean, and my thing is, is you ain't even. I wouldn't even say. I mean, we we have to start over, but at the same time, we can start over. Start over with a vet, somebody that know what they doing, right. know what know that they got. They already know. Okay, we're gonna have to call this person in. Uh, we're gonna have to. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and bring my personnel in that won a Super Bowl with me or. Got or been a playoff contender with me. That coach know how to coach here. Like, like that's one thing I can say about Ron. No matter everybody Ron brought in, got a job somewhere else. Right. I think in the NFL they need to start making it mandatory. Like, 
if you haven't been a an offensive or defensive coordinator or any type of coordinator of an NFL team, you should not be allowed to be a head coach. Yeah. If you haven't been a regular position coach, you should not be allowed to be a, a, a um, an offensive or, or any type of coordinator. Look, you should, it, it should not be that easy to just jump into a head coach position or or a offensive coordinator yeah. position like that. And then if it is going to be that easy. I mean, these you have to start bringing, like you said, bring in some veterans. At least bring in a couple veterans with these younger guys, so they can teach them. Like if Matt Rule was a veteran with Joe Brady, then I feel like this offensive, this offense, uh, offensive play caller would be better because then uh, Joe Brady would have an older guy teaching, or somebody who's already been here teaching him. Like, hey, it's probably not a good idea. Let's do something else. Or like, and Phil Snow, he's one of the older guys, but he still hasn't even been in the league. Like, this is his first time. Yeah. And that's my thing too. Like, with a with a veteran coach, they're gonna bring in somebody great. They're gonna they bring not good. It's not. I don't even think it's just about that. It's just experience. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Mean, somebody yeah. who knows what they're doing. They've yeah. been in. The, they've been in these situations before. So I'm like, like I've seen it not work this way. Let's try to do it this mm-hmm. way because we know it. I already seen it. I've seen how bad that can be. So let's try something else. Like you seen, uh, Ron brought in. Up there in Washington, he brought Jack Del Rio in. He's a veteran coach. He was a head coach at one point in time. You bring him in to be your, your defensive coordinator. No, I have a problem with Jack Del Rio. Oh, what's your, pro- what's your problem with Jack <laughs> No, Del it's Rio? only because of that game yesterday when they played against Seattle. He almost let Seattle come back. They had, like, a, Seattle had zero timeouts and a couple, uh, a couple, like, like about 30 seconds left and he's just like in a regular defense like a regular zone defense not playing prevent for whatever reason he, he had like two or three guys back there covering deep and i mean they do just got it wide open and scored an easy touchdown he lucky russell wilson that gave that game away to him at the uh for that two-point conversion but I'm like, why did you not call prevent defense at that point? Like, at, they have zero timeouts. They cannot throw the ball inbounds because they have to get it out of bounds. Yeah. So just play prevent defense and don't let them in the end zone. Yeah. That's my problem with him. I mean, I like Jack Del Rio because he's an old school coach. He's a, he when I say old school, he he. No, he don't mind his he don't mind his players being physical. He like his players mm-hmm. to play physical. Um, it's, yeah, I yeah. like. I rather have a physical play physical than play uh, speed ball. Yeah. What we playing? What we playing with the pounders? That's, you know, I feel that's biggest problem with our D line. Nobody is physical. It's all speed. Yeah, and that's what that's what that's what your boy Derrick Brown was supposed to be for. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't been that. Nah, he ain't even he, fast. He's know. soft as toilet paper. I ain't gonna call him soft, but he's just yeah, not good. He 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 get more holes poked than him than what? All right, play. look, we're not gonna argue about Derrick Brown, okay? We ain't gonna argue about him. I'm just telling you. I need you to leave him alone, okay? Derrick Brown is. Look, he got discipline this week. Hopefully, he gonna get himself together and really he gonna it's gonna turn on. It's gonna turn. leave him alone. <laughs> Listen, I guarantee you, he gonna come out and not do another thing again this week, like. All he needs is a all coach he want to play for. That's all. The only, huh? He just needs a coach he want to play for. No. That, no. No. Because you were so happy to be here, Charlotte, when you first got here. And you was trash. You've been trash since, since 
that you got here. It, when when the when another player that plays with you say, I uh, when Brian Burns came out and said, you know, I was happy to see him make a play because it's been a while. He said, that. and it's still been a while. He said that. Yeah. I didn't even know he said that. Sack. He said this when the, when when this was when he got the sack. Uh, what was that? Was it the uh, Saints or the? Was it like the third or fourth game of the season? No. He had a sack the first game of the season. He hasn't had one since Atlanta, or well, it was a. He just recently had another sack. Which ever play when he it. blew? When he got the highlight play. He blew up some. Uh, he uh, came running through the middle. He blew the quarterback up. When um, he almost killed Zach Wilson. Yeah, that was the, yeah. That, was the last, that was the last time yeah. that he had a a, a a a standout play, and that's when Brian Burns was like, "I was happy to see my see him get a play." We ain't had a play since. We ain't had a play since. I don't want to argue about Derrick. <laughs> I don't want to argue about it. <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about Derrick. We'll let we'll let you we'll let you faster today. You got anything else on this Panthers team? Yeah, man. Uh, I won't. I just want more production. I want more yeah. production. I want more production. I want some competency from yeah. the coaching. Coaching competency with Will. Yeah, because we got competent play. Um, uh, play we, have comp- we have competent players. Yeah. Now we got competent. We got competent quarterback play now. Yeah. So. Now we just need some competent coaching. Even if they don't really know what they're doing, at least go out there and look like you know what you're mm-hmm. doing. Because you really, right now, you look like you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, you more so like uh, let's fill this around and see how how it goes. If it go right, it go. If it don't, if it don't, really, it don't even matter whether it go right or wrong. They're gonna keep the same play calling, whatever mm-hmm. they do. Oh, it's gonna eventually work. No, it's not. This is the NFL. By the time it work, it'll be too late. Yeah, this is the NFL. NFL, it's not college where you can do a hundred. I mean, do one, do one thing a hundred times on the on mm-hmm. on ten different schools because they don't know they don't play you on average. So, right. well, they don't they don't watch your game in the NBA in the NBA. I mean, the NFL, it's thirty teams. Thirty two. Thirty two teams. That's all they know. You know, you know, all thirty two teams watch each other. Mm-hmm. Like uh, uh, like uh, one of the commentators was saying, uh, it's copycat league. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Copycat league. Every team's gonna watch each other to see what who who does this better or do that better. And um, I'm pretty sure nobody's taking taking no taking no notes from the Panthers except for uh, Joe Brady is gonna run these three plays. Mm-hmm. Like if you these are, teams. If I, are they, Every single week, you just—I mean—you can see these teams have us figured out. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. We know that in. we know that they're going to try to run the ball. Yeah. And they don't have what their offensive line ain't that good, so all we got to do is just stop no. that. Oh. Because they're not going to throw it deep on us. The best play call that Matt Rule made Sunday was that fake play. <laughs> yeah. That was the only call that was that was good. The rest of the calls. Was, I guess they was coming from Joe Brady then, so everything else was up in the air. Like, that was like, probably that's the best coaching decision too. he's ever made. That one of my uh, one of my biggest biggest problems with with the O line is why are y'all not keeping these people hands down? Oh yeah, that was so annoying. Cam, a lot of passes Cam would have completed, but y'all. 
You know you're supposed to hit him in the gut so he don't keep them hands up in there no more. I speak. I spoke on this last time about the old mm-hmm. lineman doing it. You're supposed to keep them hands down. And what's crazy, like, the commentators, they want to start blaming Cam for the batted balls. And I'm like, Cam can't do nothing. You were, like, what, as a quarterback, what can I do about that? Like, once it's out of my hands, what, what, it's, like, it's nothing I can do once it leaves my hand. All right, like, because if I, and they talking about, like, he, he can throw it higher. Like, well, if he does that, then it'll just be a bad pass. And y'all going to be like, well, he threw a bad pass. Like, and he's going to oversell and go to, get a pick in the pick. All right, so I'm like, there's nothing Cam can do about that. Cam was trying to take the ball down. And they were just letting them beat back the ball. Like, I play O line and D line. You, if an O lineman keep putting his, if an O lineman, uh, as an O lineman, if a D lineman keep batting balls, you gonna give him a stomach check mm-hmm. because you want him to keep his arms down and protect himself because he gonna be like, oh, I ain't gonna put my arms up no more to try to bat no more balls. I mean, even if they like you talking about in the stomach, literally the easiest before a defensive lineman, the easiest way to. Lose a loser uh, on a passing play is to give up your chest like that. So you can get pushed down. You right. anything right. can happen. <laughs> you you just letting them. Like I watched them so many times. So many O linemen just defense line just throw their hands up. You didn't think you didn't think to to gut check them or nothing. Like, like look, I never played O line, but I know one of the things when I played football. One of the things my offensive coach always, uh, my offensive line coach always taught our offensive linemen: the second you start that play, punch him in the chest. Don't get, don't let him get that leverage. No. Punch him in the chest. What are you doing? Yeah, like they should not be able to do that. No, that was, that old line was terrible. That that, and that's why I said that I'm. I give Cam a pass. Cam did have a bad, a terrible game, but I do give him a pass because about. I say Cam probably would have completed more passes. Well, he probably would have completed at least 10, 10 or 20% of more passes. I mean, probably 50% of his passes if they would have been blocked. Mm-hmm. And if our receivers would have been catching. Yeah. DJ, at least yeah. two specific passes would have been completed if DJ caught it. Both, and, and then my thing is the one that he thought that he, that they thought he fumbled on. Um, that play let you know how his effort was because he thought that he fumbled the ball too. Mm-hmm. So how did you realize you didn't have – how did you realize you didn't have the ball the whole way through the catch? Right. You jumped up and ran. As soon as you hit the ground, the ball came out. And you scrambled on the ground like, you didn't have that ball. Everybody in the stadium knew you didn't have that ball. Exactly. DJ was, DJ was killing me. And then he did the second one, he let it bounce off his chest. And then act like he would like like oh like oh Cam you got you put it on me too quick. Mm-hmm. That's why your hand's supposed to be out there ready to catch it when you running a slant. And you know. Nah, he was too- scared of getting like uh, laid out by a linebacker. That's why he didn't catch it. You gonna get hit regardless. Mm-hmm. You gonna get hit regardless. But that's my problem. That's why I tell everybody. That's football is football. Every play you gonna get hurt on football. In football, you every play you gonna get hurt. It's just when you injured. It's when you can't do nothing. Mm-hmm. But you gonna get hit. You gonna get hurt every play because you gonna get maybe hit. he's the soft one. He might be. He might be him and him and Wesley might be soft. You know they might be tag team soft. Uh, Leave Derrick Brown out of this. Hey, but that's who <laughs> he's soft too. Him, 
Um, Jermaine Carter Jr. And then that's what I was thinking too. I was looking at thinking about Jermaine Carter Jr. He reminds me of this guy that we used to, they used to play on one of my football teams. That did that made it. He made it look like he was so good. He he he, he talked himself up when it's time to play. He was that guy that you know he didn't really want to get in too much contact. He didn't want he was he was trying to avoid the contact and avoid getting getting into it, getting into the getting his nose in the because he was so scared he was gonna get hurt. Was scared he scared he was gonna get get beat on the play or whatever whatever his his thought process was. But he didn't get have a hundred percent percent every play because he was more so worried about. Oh man, I don't want I don't, don't want to get hurt. And you can't play like that. Yeah, I know plenty of guys like that. Yeah, so. I know. I know one guy. I know one guy that went to college, and he was he had the the look and everything. And he was there for six months. They kicked him off the team. <laughs> Soft. Mm-hmm. He was scared to play. But he but he had the look. And high school, it's different when you the biggest. When you the biggest on the team, you. The, you got all the uh, all the scholarship offers. You look like you was that, but when you get to that even playing ground and everybody your size, that's when that's when you that's when you really got to really that's when you really know how big the dog is in the fight. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jermaine Carter is. He he's soft <laughs> too. You know, Derrick Brown, and who DJ Moore, DJ Moore. They all soft. They all scary. They. They don't play. They don't play like they play professional football. They, they don't. don't. They don't. Mm-hmm. They don't at all. But uh, that'll do it for us today. Uh, my name is Duke. I'm Fat Man Trey, and this is the Black and Blue Bloodline.